Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rough Cut Retrospective, episode 58, a podcast about movies, about television, pop culture, what have you, all the stuff. And uh, I am, as always, a clever girl, Carter Sims. And joining me today, um, let's see, um, he hates snakes. He hates them. It's Jackson McHuron. Hey, buddy. I'm going to need a bigger boat. There it is. How many how many references can we get in without um, spoiling? Ooh. Um, I'm uh, Abraham Lincoln. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Um, I've just drank some telekinetic beers and I freed some frogs and uh, I'm here to party and talk wow. about a, a little subject. <gasps> Which uh, is? Steven Spielberg. Oh, baby. Yes. Big episode today. What a whammy in honor of uh, West Side Story being released today. If you're mm-hmm. listening to this, mm-hmm. um, we're going to do a little Steven Spielberg retrospective slash something a little different today. It's going to be pretty fun. And by all accounts, West Side Story seems pretty good from what I hear. Mm-hmm. I hear nothing but good things. So I'm excited for that. I'll be seeing that on Tuesday. I already got my tickets because I'm that excited. Wow. I know. Love it. Look, look at me. Um, but first, Jackson, as always, tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. What are you into this week, buddy? Uh, besides watching a lot of Spielberg movies, like either mm. for the first time or just just throw them on. Uh, not much. Okay. I've been continuing with Hawkeye, and that show is so good. And that's basically all I got to bring. Very to nice. I but, uh, yeah. still. Haven't watched, but I uh, I heard I a special little like special little guest had appeared this week. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be a big fan of this guest. I, I assume <laughs> you know who it is. But, I do. Yeah, I yeah. do. Um, but if the people don't know, I'm not gonna spoil it. But mm-hmm. if you know me, I'm excited about it. So exciting! Good for you. Um, I'm gonna start mine off by something you're probably into also, which is Pokemon. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I think last week I was like, I should get it, I guess. And then I got it. So I'm playing Pokemon. We're all playing Pokemon and it's really fun and I'm addicted. Um, it's super fun. It's a blast. I'm having a blast. My Chimchar evolved today. It's a big day. Wow. So, and my, um, oh, what, what was, what's the electric cat one? Shank something. Lux, oh, it goes, it turns into a Luxray. That's what I, I have yeah. the middle one. It just evolved gotcha. to Luxio, I think. Anyways, nice. no one probably cares about this, but we do. <laughs> Um, in movie news, um, I watched the power of the dog, uh, on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if you knew anything about this movie or still know anything about this movie. I knew nothing other than like, it was Benedict Cumberbatch, Kristen Dunst and Jesse Plemons. And also, um, Cody Smith McPhee, who you might know as the new night crawler in like these new. Oh yeah. He's yeah. He's in war of the planet of the apes also i think oh is he cool yeah. didn't know that that's sick um so they got that going on and i gotta say i really liked this movie um i didn't know what it was gonna be and it turns out it's like a slow burn erotic thriller Ooh, cool. um so that was pretty amazing uh cumberbatch performance i think it's gonna be cumberbatch versus smith i can confirm that now really for the oscar um i still think will smith though hopefully will smith but i mean okay. cumberbatch is doing some good sh- Good stuff. Um, Davey forced me to watch Diary of a Wimpy Kid. The animated one? Is uh-huh. it cute? Uh, yeah. I mean, five-year-olds will enjoy it. I didn't, but it's not for me, clearly. 
um, for the listeners out there, there is a cat on the screen on the screen, and I just have to point it out because he's cute. Is it Odie? Yeah, she's uh, just walking everywhere right she's now, a making cutie. me a little nervous. Sometimes anyway. she just eats the thumbtacks out of the wall. Like she'll just pull them out with her <laughs> mouth. And so I was. That's why I was monitoring. Oh my gosh! Didn't but, Odie uh, chooses violence. I love it. She really does. Um, anyway, I'll keep the, uh, the listeners, uh, we'll keep them up to date on the OD shenanigans. Um, oh yeah. So Diary of a Wimpy Kid, that was fine for five-year-olds, I guess. Nice. Um, honestly, I liked the, uh, adapt- I read them as a kid, so I, I don't too. know if you did. Um, um, they're cute. They're funny. Yeah, they're I cute. Think the, I think the movie, the first movie adaptations are like really cute and fun. Uh, the live action ones. I didn't yeah. ever watched one. So oh, really? Okay. Sorry. Oh, pretty good. I'm not a true fan, I guess. Sorry. I guess not um and then i watched house of gucci finally i saw house of gucci nice is it okay i've heard okay things yeah i think the movie is fine um lots of characters lots of actors going very camp like campy as hell Mm -hmm. and like kind of having a blast doing these italian accents um (laughs) jared leto hilariously like takes you out of the movie like he's just in his own (laughs) he's in his own movie doing his own thing not sure what was going on, but um, I laughed at times. I don't know if I was supposed to laugh, but it was entertaining, great. at least, to say the least. Lady <laughs> Gaga got pretty good. Adam Driver, great as always. Um, yeah, that, that's what I was into. Pretty nice. good week. Pretty solid yeah, week. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Should we move on, Jackson? Yes, let's move on to News Flash. You think you're too cool for school, but I got a News Flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. Mm. I got a few newsy things this week. Um, I have two. Okay, let me let me hit you one with one first then. Okay. Uh, the first one I got is we have a poster for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah, that one's cute. It Heck is cool. Yeah. Cute little tails is there, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. I forget. Is it Idris Elba? It's been a long time. No, that's Knuckles. Oh, the who's tails? Do we know? I don't know. It's probably like I don't know. Oh, so Knuckles wasn't on this poster. Controversy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Jim Carrey was there booling in the background. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. April 8th. Sonic. Woo. That's my first exciting news headline. I'll do one more and then I'll throw it back to you. Okay. Um, remember this Oppenheimer movie that we've been talking about? This Christopher yes. Nolan movie? Mm-hmm. We've got three new casting. Who's in it? Oh, baby. So let me just remind the people that we have Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, and Robert Downey Jr. Wow. And they got three new additions today. You ready for them? Yeah. Number one, Benny Safty of Safty okay. Brothers fame. Wow. Uh, number two, our boy, Rami Malik. Okay. Uh huh. And number three, Florence Pugh. Wow. Fun. Okay. I like her. So mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Big fan. Big fan of Florence Pugh. Rami, hopefully, won't be playing Freddie Mercury. And Benny Safty is great. Um, so, yeah, Oppenheimer. Cool. Excited for that next year, maybe in two years. I don't know. Uh, to you, Jackson, what you got? Yeah. So uh, I only have two. I have one that Kevin Feige confirmed if there was going to be a daredevil in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, that character will be played by Charlie Cox, who played him in the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. So this is just like loose confirmation. I think that he's going to show up in Spider-Man probably. Um I don't know how you interpret that, but to me, that's kind of just like a, oh yeah, prepare for it without us saying what he's showing up in. But yeah, I think that's us yeah. preparing for it. Can I ask you a question regarding yeah. this? 
um, because I saw it's not one of my news headlines, but I saw that like Tom Holland said something today that he would like love to share the screen with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield someday uh-huh. um, in the suit. Um, unfortunately, he was like, unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever be able to wear the suits together, blah, blah, blah. Um, can we just like stop? Yeah. <laughs> with all- <laughs> Can we just like let the movie come out and just like stop asking yeah. everybody and just close the lid? I mean, there's a we have a week now. I mean, mm-hmm. can, I, I'm sick of it. I'm yeah, sick it, of these posters that come out and they're not yeah. good. And the posters suck. Like honestly, MCU posters are pretty trash in general, but I feel like these especially have been very not great. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's just like we get it. I, I don't need another new poster. It's just I know the movie is coming out. Okay, yeah. I, I'm getting oversaturated, so I just want everyone to shut their mouths. But that's <laughs> cool about Charlie Cox. Yeah. Did you watch the Netflix shows? No, but I've seen that one clip of that hallway fight scene. It's so good. Oh, so that's so the only fun. part I've seen. He's, um, a, he's a cool actor for it, too. I like him a lot. Does this mean we'll get like a Daredevil movie, you think, with Charlie Cox? Or is he Ooh, has that I would like that. Course? I, think, I think that'd be cool. Um, I imagine we'll maybe get a Disney Plus series, maybe. Mm, that okay. could be cool. Uh, that. I, don't, I don't know if we will, though. But it'd be awesome if he did. He'll probably show up in She-Hulk to some extent. Since okay. hers is, she's also a lawyer in New York character. Ah. And like her show is going to be more of a procedural anyways. Okay. Um, so hopefully we could see him in that. That'd, that'd be cool. But what? yeah, my other headline is that the Writers Guild of America has named Get Out to be the best script of the 21st century. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which That's I think is pretty, pretty awesome. That's and I agree. That's a great script. I love that. Were there any like runner ups, honorable mentions? I don't know. I just read the headline because that's who I am. <laughs> nice. <laughs> who cares? Get out. No, Super. I think Get Out is great, and I double checked to make sure it got an Oscar, and it did. For yeah, he for won, the, right? Screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the first. Uh, Jordan Jordan Peele was the first black guy to win for that's that crazy. category, which is pretty insane. But original screenplay was Moonlight an adapted screenplay? It was. Oh mm-hmm. wow! I always forget that. That's yeah. cool. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, everyone, watch Get Out. Get Out's great. Get out solid. Um, I have uh, three quick ones and then we're done. Okay. Um, one, Shang-Chi sequel confirmed. Yeah. Pretty hype. Original director set to return. Um, so that's fun. I saw Simu Liu was like trolling the haters again. Online. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. Um, so good stuff there. Excited for that. Um, we're getting a new M. Night Shyamalan horror film soon. I'm just, okay. It's called Knock at the Cabin, and okay. it's going to star Dave Batista. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know if that's like what I want. <laughs> when you think horror, you think Dave Batista? I just don't love Dave Batista, honestly. I think he's like menacing as like a side villain or something, but I don't really like him as like a leading mm. character, personally. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and I'm also... I feel like we're, you know what? I feel we're like we're in the downslope of M Night, so I feel like this one's gonna be okay again. Okay, I liked old. I still stand by that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good, but it's funny and it's, fun. Uh, sure, it's a fun watch, I guess. Yeah. Um, will I ever see it again? No. Um, yes, you will. Actually, you'll watch, you'll watch it again. I'll watch I it get... if like friends want to watch it for like a drinking game. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd be I more inclined to watch that than like. Oh. I don't even know. We watched Signs recently, me and Abby. We rewatched Signs. 
That movie. So Shout good. out. Shout Anyways. out M Night. Anyway, uh, welcome to the M Night Shyamalan <laughs> episode again. Um, and my last one is that Tom Holland, speaking of which, confirms he will be playing Fred Astaire in a biopic for yeah. Sony. Um, first of all, I guess Tom Holland is like going for an Oscar now. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for him. Also, Sony's got him locked down. Like, keep making stuff for us. I love it. What? What? Um. What's that movie coming out? Uncharted. Is that a Sony movie? Yeah, it's a Sony. It's a Sony property. So I Goodness assume gracious. it's also Sony. Tom Man. Holland. It's a weird one for him. I don't think that movie is going to do well at all. Probably. Uncharted. Yeah, it's it's like it's basically like a video game that's loosely based off of like Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. sort of, and it's like the character is usually thirty to forty years old, and Tom Holland looks like he's eighteen. So I don't know what they're going to do for the character that's going to be interesting but uh, yeah. well you know what tells me it's going to be bad what it's being released in february Ooh, that's always <laughs> and like the second like highest build actor is like mark Wahlberg. also Marky mark so i i don't know how i feel about that one he's not problematic he's not troublesome yeah totally not uh, he's fine <laughs> um that's all i got you got any more news i don't but i like yours that was good Hey, thanks. I like yours. Thanks. Wow. And with wow. that, we'll take a quick word from our sponsor, and then we're going to get into the wonderful world of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and we're back to a, get this, Jackson, new segment. <gasps> and I'm What's calling it, it, get this. It's, it's very serendipitous. You ready? Uh-huh. It's called, You're Gonna Need a Bigger Boat. You're going to need a bigger boat. Love it. That's fun. Uh, a new segment we had to invent uh, for a well-established director with too many great movies to just do a top five, my precious. Wow. Uh, yes. So here we are. Here's what this is. It's a Hall of Fame induction ceremony run by Jackson and I. Uh, and basically, so let me, let, me, let me lay it out. Steven Spielberg excluding his like three early TV movies that we're not counting for this. Sorry. Mm -hmm. They're great. He has directed 31 feature length films uh, with number 32 coming out today in West side story. And Jackson and I are going to go chronologically starting with his first film in 1974 and pick 10 of these 31 films to be inducted into the Steven Spielberg hall of fame. There's uh, going to be some some compromise, some debate, perhaps, but maybe not. Maybe we're just in agreement, total agreement, and that's fun too. Um, so we're going to go through once, and then let's say we have more than ten. We'll go back and we'll like whittle it down to get our top ten. Uh, does that sound good, Jackson? Sounds perfect. Amazing. Uh, it's going to be a fun journey. We're going to learn about some movies probably we've never heard of. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Um, and maybe at the end we'll say what our what our top five are. Of what we've seen, perhaps. Um, So let me start with this. First of all, Jackson, what do you think of when you think of Steven Spielberg? Like, who is the man to you? The movie, the myth? Um, I mean, my 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 go to thoughts when I think of Steven Spielberg are often like childhood wonderment. Yes. like Because he kind of like captures all of my like movie nostalgia for me as Mm. far as like. It's probably between like him and George Lucas as far as like like yeah. what kind of movies I think of when I think of like my childhood. 
Yeah. And yeah. I, he's played such a huge part in like the magic of movies for me. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think he like, I think to everything he brings like a sense of like childlike wonderment. Right. Oh, totally. Like when watching a movie, like he like awes you. He's like, whoa, there's dinosaurs. Whoa, there's aliens. There's Nazis faces melting, you know, like that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, like what you said, like he feels like my childhood and nostalgia. And like of those 31 movies, I mentioned he has 31. Mm-hmm. I went back. I've seen 29 of them. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Which ones haven't you seen? Uh, I haven't seen uh, a movie called 1941, okay, which we'll get to later, and a movie called Always, which we'll also get to later. Those are the two I haven't seen. Wow, and they're okay. notable flops. Um, so I haven't seen them, so they have no, no, uh, yeah, no place in my mind. So sorry about them, but we'll get to those later. But, but yeah, I feel like Steven Spielberg. It's kind of cool because he's part of like this new Hollywood phase that happens in like the 70s. Yeah. Where like he's lumped in with like, this is so cool that like his friend group is literally Martin Scorsese, Brian De Palma, Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas in the 70s. Like that that group is just like running around in Hollywood and making movies together. And obviously these five are like probably responsible for like the next 50 years of movies Um, and where they go. Um, And it's interesting. I was reading like in preparation for this, I was reading some stuff and like Scorsese, Coppola and De Palma, like obviously wanted to get like a little grittier with their stuff. I feel like they're not as um, box office per se. I mean, they are in their own way, but they're have more niche stories. Mm-hmm. Some of them, but Lucas and Spielberg, I think were a bit more commercial in a good way. Yeah. Um, like Spielberg invented the summer blockbuster. Right. And we'll talk about that when we get to jaws, but I think he just like completely redefined movies. Like he created the eventized movie. Like he was the first one. He's probably like was the Christopher Nolan of his time, if I can put it. No, yeah, totally. In a perspective there. Um, but yeah, to me, like Spielberg is like the first ever like event movie director. He's just like feels like the when you hear Spielberg, you're like, I'm gonna go see that movie. Oh, definitely. At least uh, like in the past. I don't yeah, yeah. Lately his stuff hasn't been like crazy, like compelling to go see as far as yeah. When it when it comes to like the same emotions he was trying to capture when everyone yeah. when, whenever he was doing his prime stuff, but like mm-hmm. now he kind of does like the BFG and Ready Ugh. Player One and not great movies per se. Uh yeah. But, but yeah. Can I can I ask you, do you think I just thought of this? Okay. Do do his movies now not hold as much weight because of what he's done to movies? because like has, he, has he raised the has he raised the bar high? and now everyone <laughs> makes kind of movie event movies that spielberg was making in like the 80s and 70s and now he just like is a product of his own uh what's the word manifestation like he brought this upon himself is that a good thing i don't know it's Who's definitely tough to say because i feel like the one movie out of his recent ones that kind of feel like his older stuff mm-hmm. but like in a modern time is like ready player one strangely yeah. enough yeah it's like kind of trying to capture that magic but it's also at the same time like this ip just show off yeah movie i, I don't know um that's true that's but like true. lincoln and bridge of spies feel more like some of his older serious stuff at the same time too yeah. so it's kind of, it's kind of tough i think so yeah. um but yeah, um, 
that's basically Spielberg in a nutshell, as nutshell as we can. We're obviously going to talk more about it as we go through, but I think that's a yeah. good starting point. Um, so why don't we just dive in, Jackson? Shall all we? All right, let's do it. Let's go all the way back to 1974, huh? Steven Spielberg's first film is not Jaws. It is a film called The Sugarland Express. Have you seen this movie, Jackson? I have not. <laughs> I watched this yesterday. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's it's strange. It's about a woman played by Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like trying to reunite with her baby who's been like taken away by the state okay. to like a foster care home. And like her husband's in jail. So she breaks her husband out of jail. They go on like a little road trip to like, get the baby but at the same time they like take a policeman hostage in like a patrol car and they make him drive them like across the state of texas to get this baby and the whole time they're being chased by like a line of cop cars like they're just like it's a road trip with everyone and they're like we just got to follow him we can't shoot him we can't get him because they're holding this cop hostage and it's pretty interesting oh the husband's played by remember the dick from ghostbusters the og ghostbusters <laughs> like yeah i do what's his walter something like yeah. the guy who's like oh, ghostbusters yeah yeah that's the husband okay um but uh it's his first one i think it has a lot of heart and it's kind of a fun road trip movie twist kind of thing um does it belong in the hall of fame my only case would be that it's his first one but I don't think it belongs in the Hall of Fame. If I may be so bold. No, I so, agree. Thank you. As someone who hasn't seen the movie, you agree with me? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Okay. Sugarland Express is off the board, but it's a fun watch. I like it. It's a good movie. Um, but now we're in 1975 and we're at Jaws. Um, you watched this today, didn't you? Or the very it. first time. The very I first this. time? I had never gotten oh. around to it. Oh, my It, it was delightful. Goodness. Yeah, what do you what did you think? Like, I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not as scary as everyone kind of pitched it to me as being. Sure. Um, I do totally get like the because like I if I remember correctly, like people didn't actually go to the beach after they saw this movie when it yeah. released. Like Correct. it actually created like a panic of shark attacks that, mm-hmm. that would potentially happen. Yeah. Um it's really fast. And also from what I understand, the they were going to show the shark way more, but there was like mechanical issues with like the puppet, like the shark Correct. that they had. It kept breaking and, down and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then they used it like very limitedly in a way that I thought was way more effective than if they showed it all the time. Yeah, it helps. Cool. Like don't see the shark. You're still scared by whatever it is. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's funny. I've read a whole book on the making of Jaws. Oh, really? It's like it's a historically like troubled production. Like the, all the crew members called it flaws on set. <laughs> and like, yeah, all these stuff were breaking down. Like the boat, I think, sank twice uh, really? that they used. Um, but I think it's such a beautiful story of success from the failures. <laughs> like, yeah, just because all this stuff failed, they had to film it a different way. Um so yeah, I think the shark not seeing the shark benefits the movie. I think it's a perfect movie. It's um, pretty great. I think it's perfect. Uh, like the first half of the movie is like this, like almost like political red tape movie. Like he's like fighting with the mayor because the mayor's like, we gotta make money, kids. We gotta come to the beaches. We can't close the beaches. Yeah. And then the uh, the second half is just like three men hunting for sharks. 
and Odie just jumped on a shelf. I want everyone to know. And it was amazing to see. It's a very high shelf. It's I'm a, a very high shelf. <laughs> I think you keep talking. I'm going to get her down for that. Shelf. Okay. Uh, he's flirt. She's floating with danger. Uh, much as the characters in jaws are floating with danger. Great transition, but really it's just, uh, I think it's a perfect movie. Uh, I think the acting performances are great. I think that Robert Shaw as Quint is like an all time character. Oh yeah, totally. Um, like, <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times, like my grandpa says like here when he has a drink, so he says like, here's the swimming with bow-legged women all the time. <laughs> that is a great <laughs> line. It's a great line. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I loved, was, I love the scene where they're all just like kind of drunk in the boat. Like, oh, great. Scene. Chant. Yeah. Be shanty it's very fun comparing their like scars and yeah. tattoos and everything and he tells like the uss indianapolis story yeah that was cool is in the water shack in the water yeah it's it's good that's my quint impression and then great. i was like super like it, i i knew that like how the movie ended because i watched mythbusters as a kid so i know <laughs> that they tested out if you could blow up a shark with like yeah. the, with the compressed air yeah whatever yeah <laughs> And like the scuba tank and um, that was all cool. But then I didn't realize that the scientist character, I, I forget his name right now, but like oh, he, Hopper Hopper. Yeah. I didn't realize he lived. So I was like super hyped to see him like just show up at the end. I was like, Oh yes, that's my boy. Like he was my favorite character. So yeah, I love it. He was just like underwater the whole time, I guess yeah. in a scuba suit. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think this belongs on the hall of fame. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It does. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it's his best. I think it's Spielberg- Spielberg's best movie, Um, but that'll be up for debate later. But yeah, Jaws in the Hall of Fame. I love it. Love it. Uh, 1977. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Hell yeah. I watched this or rewatched this most recently at a, a drive in theater. Oh, really? And it was amazing in Bloomington. I went to the drive in. It was That's a double fine. feature. It was Close Encounters and E.T. Did you know that this movie opens in Muncie, Indiana? I knew it was in Indiana. I didn't know it was yeah. Muncie. Yeah, they got a freaking Ball State merch and gear. It takes I place guess I Muncie. don't remember that. Isn't That's that awesome? amazing. Look yeah. at you. So this play, this movie holds a special place in your heart. Nostalgia. It was fun. I streamed it for the. I streamed it. I watched it for the first time at, in college. So that was like pretty cool. Oh yeah. But, so what do you what do you think of this movie? Uh, I think it's awesome it it kind of like tells like this interesting collective experience of like what would happen if aliens showed up to earth which is pretty cool yeah and it's not really this like story of like we need to kill them we need to fight them away it's kind of just like what is happening and that that was really fun and i i really liked that aspect of it yeah i think this movie is gorgeous also um i think it certainly paved the way for et in terms of uh Spielberg's fascination with aliens and like friendly aliens, which probably wasn't what we were getting for a while. I think aliens were always evil in movies up until this point, mainly. Um, But I think the use of music is the most key thing here. Like the aliens communicate via music and Mm -hmm. it's, it's really cool. I like that a lot. John Williams, just batting a thousand. Um, So, but yeah, and Jackson now is going, uh, to take care of Odie again. This is great. I like this theme that's going here that Jackson every once in a while needs to go see that his cat is not going to jump off of a cliff. And I love that. So Jackson's doing that. So I'm here vamping. And all I've got to say is that when you see the musical stings 
when the aliens show up for the first time, it gives you goosebumps. Um, yeah, I think it's going to come up a lot. John Williams. Um, but the score is amazing. The score is amazing. And John Williams is a big part of Steven Spielberg's success as well, I think. Mm-hmm. So, so I think we also want this in the Hall of Fame. Yes, we want it specifically because there's a mashed potato art in it, and that's my criteria. True. Okay. Good. Is that? Is there any other Spielberg film with mashed potato art? If nope. so, speak, <laughs> I no, don't I, think so. I don't remember that in uh, Ready Player One. Um, okay. Amazing. Close Encounters is in right now. Um, nineteen seventy nine brings the movie nineteen forty one, which I just looked up what this was about. It's about these Californians are preparing for a Japanese invasion in the days after Pearl Harbor. And I guess it's a comedy kind of, Oh, it stars Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. What? Really? Uh huh. (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen (laughs) this, but that sounds terrible for some reason. Like, I don't, I don't want to check that out. (laughs) Um, so yeah, this is considered Spielberg's first flop. Um, it doesn't work. And because of the flop, he's like, I got to go back to like, something that works so then so 1941 not in the hall of fame sorry gotcha um if anyone has any complaints um i don't think anyone does um (laughs) uh then we move on to 1981 to raiders of the lost ark um i think again another perfect movie um it's a banger iconic character beautiful set pieces action sequences nazi face melting once again cool amazing stuff it's just entertaining um it's funny it's got heart they put nazis at the center of the film as the bad guys because everyone hates nazis well true we used to think maybe people are you know nowadays anyway um but yeah raiders of the lost ark i think (laughs) i think belongs in there um no absolutely it does yeah just for the iconic character and him working with george lucas for the first time oh really did he produce it i guess yeah it's a lucas film Gotcha. Wait, I knew that. Yeah. So Raiders is in there. Absolutely. Perfect movie. Harrison Ford. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know what else is to be said about Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's just a good movie. It's a great. There's that cool scene where he shoots that guy instead of sword fighting him. Yeah. 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 I like. Wasn't he sick that day? He was sick that day. I think he had like uh, dysentery or something. Man. So he just shot the guy. Good stuff. It's funny. It's it's better than if you would to do an actual. sword fight so. absolutely Banger. and you have that amazing uh introduction of the female lead in that with um the like drinking contest oh yeah marion ravenwood yeah good stuff that's awesome too karen allen shout out yeah that whole nepal bar fight scenes it's awesome. so good <laughs> good stuff um yeah raiders of the lost ark iconic good stuff also alfred molina very early alfred molina in the opening of that movie he dies very quickly um I, oh yeah I was literally trying to figure out who you're talking about. No, that's definitely him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a lock as far as I'm concerned. Definitely. And then in 1982, another lock as far as I'm concerned. E.T., the extraterrestrial. This might be my favorite Spielberg movie. Hell yeah. I love that. If not my second favorite. It's, Why is it's that? definitely up there. Um, I watched this all the time as a kid. I thought it was awesome. Um some people when they watch it as a kid like abby have like terrible horrible fears of et but i thought he was cute and adorable and weird and strange and my dad used to 
lay Reese's pieces through the house because <laughs> I like that movie and I just eat them. It was so fun. That's cute. Um, you were ET. I was ET. I oh. also I th- I honestly think that that main theme from John Williams is my favorite John Williams piece ever, mm. just because of my love for this movie as a kid. Um, yeah. There's just something about like that taking off on the bike like mm-hmm. into flight to the theme that is gives me goosebumps i oh, i love that scene so much yeah i feel like this is the first spielberg movie with like this is the spielberg movie with the most heart i yeah. think at least uh, as we go down the line here chronologically like right now this is the one with the most heart like oh definitely it's adorable and this is like the first one that's told from like a kid's point of view like the kids are at the center of the movie yeah so you just like feel like you're on the journey with these kids and E.T. is so cute. I think he's cute. I'm not on the oh, absolutely. scary train. But... I learned some wild things about E.T. when I watched it this week because Ooh, Abby was say. asking if like a little person played them and I didn't know. And they were played by like three different people. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a 12 year old boy with no legs. Yeah. And he would like get in the stuff. suit and like walk on his hands. Yeah. It was very interesting. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And then I learned that the the voice of E.T. was a, a woman who had smoked like a pack a day. Yeah. Like she was like a just like this crazy smoker who had this, this wild voice. That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Like the design of that character is, is amazing. Um, it's and what's what I love about that movie too is it's like kind of the perfect like family movie. Mm-hmm. Like the sibling relationship in it is like so amazing. Um yeah. they th- this movie also at the same time, I feel like when you have like Stranger Things kind of being like the like it's kind of playing off of the nostalgia vibes for that show, mm-hmm. it is directly parodying like E.T. Like like all the vibes that you get in that show is it's just all right here. It's the perfect just them riding the bikes and everything. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like there are scenes that like, or also is it, is it a big movie for you being a child of divorce? Is it a big child of divorce movie for you? Not really. I never really thought of it like that, yeah. but I guess it totally could maybe subconsciously or something. Sure. <laughs> but I definitely didn't uh, think of it like that, I guess. Yeah. An essay could be written on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this is great. It makes like the hair stand on the back of your neck when you see them like riding on the bikes. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. The first Spielberg movie that really makes you cry, I think. Um, Absolutely. Especially when he's like, when he's like in that ditch by the highway. Oh, <laughs> like, my, oh God. my God. You're like, what the hell, E.T.? What happened? I love how they don't really explain what happened. It's just kind of like. He was drunk. He, he's tripped. <laughs> I don't know. He rolled down the hill, I guess. <laughs> Poor guy. But yeah. So good. It's good stuff. I'll be right here anyway um amazing um let's move on um it's in the, oh i should say it's in the hall of fame duh et absolutely booyah um i'm gonna skip over 1983 which is twilight zone the movie and i'm going to because he's disqualified because it's like an anthology thing there's like four different stories in there oh, okay and he directs one of them oh really yeah it's directed by steven spielberg joe dante John Landis and George Miller. Oh my gosh, my cat is meowing really loud. I have I hear to deal him. With her again. She's I like it. So nuts. That's quite all right. Um, while Jackson does that, um, it's like oh, it's like Odie's our little ET. He's just always always in the way, and it's a she. I'm sorry. Apologies to Odie. Um, anyway, I'm gonna set up the next film, 
because I'm sure Jackson has thoughts on it, but 1984 brings us Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Now, this movie, well, first of all, in case nobody knew, it's a prequel. Uh, it's actually a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. And this movie gets a lot of flack. And I think justi- justifiably so, probably in its treatment of, um, of the, the female protagonist. And Jackson is sitting down to chime in now. Um, Jackson, I just introduced 1984's Temple of Doom. Uh, nice. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And I want to know your thoughts because this movie gets a lot of flack. Um, not to me. Uh, yes, I get it's it's pretty misogynistic just in the way it treats its main female lead, who yeah. is like a, pretty annoying, to be honest, um, yeah. and not great. <laughs> um, but then like would later become Spielberg's wife. So that's always that's kind of oh, funny really? to me. Yeah. Kate Capshaw, it's his wife. Um, but it's, it's always been a comfort movie to me. I don't know. Um, what do you As feel a- about Temple of Doom? So as a kid, I thought it was awesome because yeah, uh, short round in it was like just like a kid character. And as a kid, I was like, oh, he's awesome. Yeah. But like as you get older, you're kind of just like, oh, this is like kind of a weird choice uh-huh. just in general. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. But as like a kid, it's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, and like the like the the heart scene, like ripping the heart out and stuff. Is like, like all that stuff is nuts and fun but like looking back at it just like as a whole it is like not great it is definitely the weakest of the original trilogy oh yeah i agree there yeah definitely um so with that being said do you think it belongs on the short list or should we just not i don't think it i don't think it gets it yeah i agree i agree um it's a guilty pleasure for me but i don't think it makes it so sorry to temple of doom but i i do enjoy watching them rip that hard out every time it's really cool mm-hmm. um okay um 1985 the color purple have you seen the color purple jacks i have not i've seen the color purple but not the color purple nice i see what you did there yeah and i liked it um <laughs> this is an interesting one because it's a different turn for spielberg because it's about what's well, based on a novel and it's about this like black southern woman played by Whoopi goldberg of course shout okay. out Um, and she like is basically like struggling to find her identity it's like about it takes place over the course of like 40 years or something Mm -hmm. and it's like she's in an abusive relationship and her father abuses her and it's a whole thing it's basically just like the telling of her life um it's notably the first movie with a woman at the central character for a spielberg film as the protagonist yeah woman of color also obviously Mm um i I mean, it's a, I like the movie's fine. I like the movie, but does it belong in the hall of fame? I don't know. And maybe it's on the short list for now. Sure. Yeah. We'll keep it on the short list, but okay. it might get axed, but yes, color purple. We'll put it on the short list. It's a good film. And that's a great musical too. Shout out. Wow. Um, yeah. Let's move on to 1987 empire of the sun. Have you seen this one, Jackson? does this one have young christian bale in it it does have young christian bale in it i have a weird story with this (gasps) do tell i want to say like early early high school i went to therapy for the first time okay and like he just had me watch empire of the sun over a couple different like (laughs) 
Why? I don't know. I have no clue. I didn't know what, like how therapy was supposed to work. So I didn't really like Mm. say, like, I was just like, okay, okay, I guess we're watching empire of the sun for like 30 minutes at a time. And then just chatting about our weeks, I guess afterwards, it was like very strange. Can I, yeah, for sure. Can I ask maybe an intrusive question? You tell me if I need to go for it, get this out. When did your parents get divorced? Oh, when I was like a baby. Okay. It wasn't so, like, yeah. So maybe because so, like this movie is about, this is me, this is me stretching it really. Okay, sure. Because it's about young Christian Bale's character. It takes place during World War II uh-huh. and him and his family live in uh, China. I think so. Yeah. And like Japan comes and like occupies the area that they live in. So okay. he gets taken as a prisoner of war and he's, abandoned by his parents so he's oh. loses his parents so maybe <laughs> maybe there's some like messed up way to see how i would react yeah maybe he was saying that. you live your life is a pow camp it was just a very and- <laughs> like i imagined he did it so like i would feel more comfortable like talking to him if like because i probably mentioned i enjoyed movies to a certain extent or something were you like empire of the sun is my favorite movie. i did not choose it it was just like he put it on and i was just kind of like this is boring like i was not really into it and also i feel like i would have just normally i could have had an hour-long conversation of therapy anyways I, it was very weird that's so strange um, so like for me i have not great memories of this movie okay. <laughs> so i'll just leave it to you if you want to put it on the list hey you know what that's fair um well, it's just I'll an say... odd i i watched it in an odd way that kind of just like made well, me yeah. not interested in it <laughs> i'll say it's a good movie i'll say that okay um it's the first movie that's based on true events that spielberg makes um uh i think it begins his fascination with like world war ii yeah and, like great wars clearly mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm, I don't want to put it in the Hall of Fame, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Also, Young Christian Bale is really good. Yeah, it's not even like the one of the best. Yeah, like you said, based on a true story movie. So I, I don't think it makes yeah. the list for me. It's either. pretty good. Um, But again, told from a child's point of view in a time of hardship. You'll see that theme over and over again. Um, That's, so, that's very uh, neorealist of him. How to about do that? that? Look at that. Mm. You know, he was a child of divorce. Was he? Mm-hmm makes a lot of sense huh and he befriended an alien yep wow mm-hmm. his name was george lucas <laughs> <laughs> anyway um let's move on to 1989 um which is indiana jones and the last crusade which should have been the last indiana jones movie in my opinion totally. um i think this is a great movie um i think it's a beautiful ending to a beloved character and franchise mm. as far as i'm concerned um I think it's just slightly below Raiders, but I think it Sean Connery and Harrison Ford together is amazing. They have great chemistry in it. Great it's chemistry. Fun. And yeah. he's like, a, the dad's afraid of rats. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. And, and like awesome. a, a plot line that maybe some people forget is that like Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, the dad and the son, they both sleep with the same woman. Hey, oh, <laughs> I did not wait. Do they in the movie or in the like- movie in the movie? Oh God. Wait, yeah, I, do, uh-huh, I don't uh-huh. remember that. It's been a couple of years since I've I've seen this one. Yeah, they both sleep with a Nazi. Good stuff. Oh, and um, she's a Nazi. Wow. And she's a Nazi. Man, it's yeah. been a minute. I just remember like the Holy Grail stuff. It's been Holy a Grail stuff is awesome since um, I've uh, seen seen this movie. And like when Sean Connery like shoots the, their own plane, and he's like, "They got us." Like that's like basically what I remember. <laughs> movie. It's so good. It's basically like a buddy cop movie almost. Like oh, it definitely is. It's so it good. Is. Um. 
I want to put this on the list. I want to put this in. I was thinking it would make the list probably yeah. lower in general, but I think it. Yeah. By. Okay, good. Sure. We'll put it in for now. We'll see what we're looking at when we get down to it. Um, 1989 also brings the second Spielberg movie I haven't seen, which is always. Mm-hmm. Can I just read you what the plot is? Yeah. The spirit of a recently deceased expert pilot mentors a newer pilot while watching him fall in love with the girlfriend he left behind. Okay. <laughs> That's weird. It's wild stuff. Um, Richard Dreyfus, Holly Hunter, and John Goodman in this movie. Um, right. Haven't seen it. Seems to be underwhelming and poorly received from what I've read about it. Um, so we're going to skip over that. Not in the Hall of Fame. Um Let's move on to a movie I think you like a lot. 1991, Hook. Do you like this movie? I haven't seen Hook. Oh, okay. Well, I think you'd like it. <laughs> I, I think I would too. It's Robin yeah. Williams, right? It is Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. It's basically a retelling of Peter Pan. He's yeah. like older and then they bring him back and they're like, Peter. And uh, But yeah, Robin Williams is great. Dustin Hoffman is Captain Hook. Great. That's fun. Um, it's admirable. It's not my favorite, um, but I think it's fun. It's certainly fun to watch, but it doesn't fully grab me. Yeah. But it's another like childlike retelling story, but I think you would like it. So I'll leave I it at that. I meaning to see it. I'll check it out. For I'll sure. leave it at that and I will consider it not on the, <laughs> the Hall okay. of Fame. Yeah. I wasn't going to put it in the Hall of Fame. Bummer. But now here's one that's going to go in the Hall of Fame. 1993 Jurassic Park. Banger absolutely um this was one of my like car dvds i'd put in the dvd player all the time in the car. oh really you had it on mm-hmm. dvd i had it on vhs oh man and we i had like a tv with a built-in vhs player in my room and i would throw that bad boy in all the time wow i'd like to remind the listeners jackson is younger than me true um, he had it's, the vhs and i had the dvd yeah so i'm jealous well because you were the you were the old or not the oldest, but you were the youngest sibling. I was the oldest True. sibling, so I couldn't watch Jurassic Park in the car with my mm. little brother and my little sister. Probably fair. Scared. I had to watch Very Mulan fair. two like forty <laughs> times, and I wish I was kidding. Mulan two, never seen that. I've seen it more than Mulan one, probably, which that's, is unfortunate. That's sad. Um, yeah. I'm sorry about it. That's awesome. But um, Jurassic Park. Uh, Absolutely goes in jaw dropping visual effects that still hold up. The dinosaurs still look real, still look good. I think Odie agrees over there on the window. <laughs> Odie's shaking the, shaking the blinds and rattling them with her teeth. Um, this may be my favorite episode we've ever done just from the Odie shenanigans. And I Abby's, love it. Abby is at target right now. So of course she has no one to entertain her. It's so she is Abby's fault. She's going crazy. I am so sorry. To the listeners. <laughs> no, they love it. More Odie. We'll do an a, a all-time Cats episode soon. Cats is on that list, I bet. Oh, it's got to be. It goes Cats, Garfield, and then other examples. But anyway, not on that list would be Jurassic Park. How about that? True. Segue. Um, the score, the dinosaurs, the gold bloom. God, it's, it's awesome. Uh, He's amazing really stuff. Um, so I think this absolutely has to go in. Um, I think this is an amazing movie. Um, it still scares me or it did scare me. Like the T-Rex scene is amazing. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's hard to say like, what's a better like scene, like the Jaws stuff or like the T-Rex scene, but I love the T-Rex scene so much. It's so it good. It is so good. And, and like they, 
they learned a lot from like the jaws of like don't show a whole a lot at first like kind of just tease all these elements of it yeah and like the build-up is so good for it so good the reveal is amazing and then like all the velociraptor stuff like when they're running around in the kitchen and stuff like oh, that's so some scary that's some hitchcock stuff like yeah. that's like horror and like yeah that stuff is so good um and you can i can excuse all of the flaws of the movie like how did the t-rex get up there with a big gap or whatever on the wall or like when they drop down, like when the car falls, where did the T-Rex yeah. come from? Or like the T-Rex saves the day at the end. I don't care if that's implausible. It's awesome. So it's honestly one of the best adaptate, like book adaptations too, I think. Oh, Michael Crichton. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do a really good job of adapting it and streamlining it to be. Yeah. It's good really stuff. Good. And I hate where the Jurassic franchise has gone. It's so bad. But <laughs> they, this they, was so good. It proves that you kind of need like the puppets and the animatronics and the limited CGI to like make it feel really good. Mm-hmm. And they lost it. They lost the plot hard. Yeah. Which is a bummer, but huge bummer. Um, so yeah, let's move on then. That's in. That's in obviously. Absolutely. I think the next one's in too. Definitely. Um, Schindler's list the same year. Can we talk about that for a that's minute? A, that's a weird back to back. Yeah, Jurassic Park and Schindler's List in the same year. Is there a better one-two punch in a director's filmography? How did they do it at the same year, though? Like, I imagine, to me, Schindler's List feels like it would have taken years to make. There were times, well, it probably started early. Yeah. um, But there were times I read Spielberg would be flying from, like, Hawaii to, like, Warsaw. Like, there were times he'd be doing both, going back and forth. Wow, what a Um, weird... Like that must mess with your mental health a little bit. Oh yeah, to adjust, to adjust your mindset from go yeah. playing with dinosaurs to the Holocaust. Like, you show geez. up to like the the camp that they built for the set, and he's just like in a Hawaiian shirt. Like, hey, what's up? <sighs> oh, wrong place. Oh, Ooh. oh yeah. Ooh, bummer. Um, yeah. but yeah. Um, obviously Schindler's List wins Best Picture. Um, and he also wins his first. He wins Best Director, so he wins all his Oscars that he's been looking for. This is the first time he gets it. This first time he wins. He's been nominated, been nominated several times before, but he finally wins here. Um, Schindler's List is a tough watch. I'll just say that. I watched Uh, it for the first time this week. How'd you feel afterwards? This was my first time watching Schindler's List, and I didn't realize it was like based off of a true story as far as like like Schindler and like all that stuff. I I Mm. assumed it was, you know, a story built within like a real historical context just for the sake of a movie. Mm-hmm. But when I realized like halfway through that it was a true story, I was getting like way more connected to it. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And the performances were absolutely stellar. I mean, like Liam absolutely Neeson. Liam Neeson kills it. And maybe um, Ralph Fiennes might be like the most, ha- like that character might be my least oh. favorite character in any movie i've ever seen ever yeah he is um he is a vile evil dude um it's crazy and yeah this movie is obviously very heavy i do they recreate these sets or are they using like actual like camps i think they went to some camps really they went to some camps Um, i was thinking that was probably what they were doing just because it seemed like like a production nightmare to have to re like to build all this crazy stuff like into the yeah into the terrain and stuff but yeah and i think like it's first of all very cool like it's shot in all all black and white um which is really cool and um like the i, lo- I lost my train of thought because you showed me the cat and i think it's 
<laughs> so cute. She's, um, she's sitting in a shoebox on my lap right now. This is so. amazing. She's um, been good though. So she has been very good. Um, but like that when like when they're like draining the ghetto, that scene, yeah, is like so powerful and like hard to watch. But it's like the story is beautifully told. I think the most moving part at the end, like for the end credits, where they like they have the real people that come out schindler saved yeah and they like put the stones on his on his grave and everything Mm -hmm. like powerful stuff it's really powerful it's like this movie kind of shines a light on the fact that we don't really learn about how awful everything actually was like we we have a general idea of like why it was bad Mm -hmm. but then just to see like like i said like ralph fine's character like just shooting people from his room and like with no consequences or no reasoning for why he was doing it. It's just like, yeah, such an extra level of cruelty that you don't like, you don't really think about. And it's just like, man, this is, this is a tough, but like really powerful, like movie. (laughs) Siri thought so. (laughs) I heard that. (laughs) Amazing. Um, Yes. So Schindler's list is a lock. Yeah. Um, That's in the hall of fame. Phenomenal. 1993. Hell of a year for Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Um, on to 1997, the year I was born. Um, the Lost World, Jurassic Park. The sequel to Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another guilty pleasure watch for me, but I don't think this movie is very good. Um, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't actually remember a whole lot about it. Yeah, it's basically just Jeff Goldblum goes back to the island because like, his wife is there, which mm-hmm. is Julianne Moore. And Vince Vaughn is there also. I um, remember him being in it, but yeah, briefly. But I, it's like it's okay, like it's fine. Um, they do like the whole King Kong thing where like they bring the T Rex back to San Diego and it like runs around for a little bit. Yeah, which is a cool idea, but it just like kind of happens and you're like, what? Yeah. Um, but it's like notably a sequel that like, and then he just like abandoned this. Like he has nothing to do with Jurassic Park three when that comes out. Um, Jurassic Park 3 is better than the second one. Alan. The Alan bit is so funny, though. Like, that's like so fried. <laughs> yeah. That is so, so funny. Um, so, yeah, this is, I think this movie is fine, but yeah. it's obviously not going to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, nothing crazy. Sorry. Sorry, The Lost World. Um, also in 97, Amistad. Uh, have you seen Amistad? I have not. This is an interesting one. Um, it's about like these slaves are on a sh- it's like takes place in like the 1800s then like these slaves are captive on a ship but it's mm-hmm. a spanish owned ship and it like lands in the united states because the ship is like captured off of the coast and like the courts of the u.s have to like decide whether the slaves are legally free since they're there or they belong to the, sp- the spanish still as slaves gotcha. um so it's it's really interesting um I think it's a very interesting story, but there's a big white savior issue at the climax. Really? It's like Anthony Hopkins comes in as John Quincy Adams gives mm-hmm. this whole speech and then the slaves are freed. Oh. Um, spoiler alert. Sorry to anyone who hasn't seen Amistad, but uh, it's a very early McConaughey performance too. Really? Yeah. McConaughey plays the defense lawyer. Oh, wow. Very interesting. Uh, J- Jamon Hunsu. I always mispronounce his name, but he plays like, the main slave who's like our lens into the plight of everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting. I don't think it's a hall of fame worthy. Okay. Sorry, Amistad. Um, 
1998, though, I think we need to talk about, which is Saving Private Ryan. Okay. I will preface. I haven't seen this except for today. Like, I didn't have time to watch it today because I've been deathly. I forgot to mention, I've been deathly ill this past mm. week. Yes, you have. Um, I'm good now, but like my Spielberg time to catch up on movies was cut drastically. Um, so I was going to watch Saving Private Ryan. I didn't have time to do that and watch Jaws, so I prioritized Jaws, but I watched the first 30 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Okay, so you watched the, the whole quintess- like, the quintessential. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, again, brutal in a different sense from Schindler's List, but yeah. brutal from start to finish. Yeah. Um, really realistic. Obviously, that D-Day scene is etched into people's brains. Mm-hmm. Some people call it the best war movie. Um, I might agree. Haven't sat down and thought about that, but um, I think it's brilliant. And I think it just belongs in the Hall of Fame. Um, also, like this year, like was supposed to like everyone thought Saving Private Ryan was going to win Best Picture. Uh-huh. Um, and what won? Can't remember. Anyway, they didn't win. It might have been like The English Patient. No, not The English Patient. Um, Shakespeare in Love is what it was. Oh, that movie sucks. Yeah, it swept in and was like, I think that was the Harvey Weinstein of it all. It was. And, yeah. 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 made some magic there, but Spielberg won best director again for saving private Ryan. Um, I think it deserves a spot on the short list. So. No, definitely. Yeah. That, that 30 minutes of like them just trying to take like, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. Like the beach stuff is so insane. Yeah. Um, like you had this one scene that I like, cause so many events happen in this, like, this whole run of it uh-huh. but like having this guy like these two medics like save this one dude and they're like we stopped the bleeding and then the dude just immediately that they're trying to save gets shot in the head is like all right well yeah shit <laughs> like like that stuff was crazy like when tom hanks was like dragging the guy that he just saved and then, yeah like, he turns he around and like his chest. lower half has been exploded like yeah. he's just dragging his his upper half yeah God. Or, or like um yeah you see the one u-boat like open up and then like it gets like exploded and all the dudes run out on fire on fire Gosh. yeah like that it's, stuff is so like heavy yeah it's also like visually in insanely cool yeah like um, all that whole stretch is insane um so yeah i think it deserves to be in absolutely so, yeah um to 2001 ai artificial intelligence um have you seen this movie i have not seen ai uh, this is interesting. Um, it's Haley Joel Osment is like this little robot boy. He's a robot? He's a little robot boy and he wants to be okay. real. It's basically Pinocchio. Oh, cool. Because um, he wants to like f- regain the love of his human mother or s- some stuff. It's been a while since I've seen it. But what's interesting about this is that this was a Stanley Kubrick project and then he died. And then Spielberg oh. took it over. So... I guess we can excuse it that it was mainly like Kubrick's doing like there's cool ideas in there and like lots of twists and turns, like cool world building, but uh, it's not my cup of tea. How far in until he died? They didn't like start production. I think he died okay. two years before this movie was released, but like they were like working together. It seems like on like script and like the camera, like all that stuff. They were like laying out the, the storyboard. Uh-huh. And he died so then he took it over do you but think it would have been way better if he would have just like continued yeah i don't yeah i don't know it probably would have been darker 
Or would it, would um, it have been a flop even for like Kubrick standards? Yeah, it feels like a last breath of air from Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Pardon the pun or pardon the expression. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just not me. I think it's good. It definitely has redeemable parts, but I don't know. It just kind of bores me. Jude Law plays like a sex robot. It's good stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, He's like a gigolo robot or something. Like, But yeah, it's been a while. I watched it on a plane. Um. But yeah, not in the Hall of Fame, I won't say. Um, sorry about it. Uh, 2002 Minority Report. Uh, Tom Cruise and sci-fi, baby. Um, have you seen Minority Report? Is this the one with like future crime? Like it's yeah. like I, yeah. I've seen like parts of this, and I'm pretty aware of like the ethical question of like if we can tell who's going to do the crime, can we punish them before they do it? Like that's kind of the question, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You're on it. Yeah, because like the whole thing is like, yeah, you can arrest people. You can tell when a murder is going to happen. But then like Tom Cruise is like set up framed for his. He is going to commit a future murder. Um, so okay. he's like, what? I'm not going to do that. And so lots of twists and turns. Um, it's a fun movie. Um, Hall of Fame worthy, though. Maybe shortlist. Maybe. I, yeah, I would probably not put it on the list. Did yeah. you know that? So in the like. You, you're familiar with like the Civil War Marvel comic. Mm-hmm. Th- they do a second one called Civil War Two, and mm. like that—that's basically the premise of like, oh, we have this character who can see the future, and we're gonna start arresting people who are gonna commit crimes in the future. Oh, and it, it's like kind of interesting. Interesting, um, but yeah, that's like the premise of it, which is kind of funny. Okay, but... I'm gonna put an asterisk by Minority Report. Probably not gonna make yeah. the final cut, but we'll put it there. Um, 2002, Catch Me If You Can. Stellar, uh, love this movie. Yeah, oh, I think God. this is an amazing movie. DiCaprio and Hanks face off. What more do you need? It's the best. It's amazing. It's based on a true story, also, which makes it great. even cooler. Yep, it wins the dads over. Um, yeah, nice fall into a bat of milk. Is that what it is? That's good. Yeah, is that your walking impression? Kind of. Wow. I wasn't trying super hard, but like, I feel like it kind of got the. I think it. I think it, of it. Yeah, I think it made it. Um. Yeah, I, I, I like this movie a lot. DiCaprio playing Frank Abagnale. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. Junior. Frank Abagnale. Junior, Junior. Sorry. Christopher Walken playing Frank Abagnale Sr., of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks playing the FBI guy chasing after him because he's like so a con good. man. He's like forging checks. He's a pilot. He's a doctor. What else is he? In the, that a span? lawyer. He a passes lawyer, the bar. Passes the bar. It's great stuff. I think it's just a really fun movie. Oh, man, um, this this might also be one of my favorite Spielberg movies. This is like a perfect movie, I think. Let's put it in. It's so good. It's like, really my, good. This like yeah, DiCaprio and and Hanks's like chemistry and and scenes is so so fun, and it's like a funny movie too. At the yeah, same time, it is. Um, it's just yeah, it's just a great great film. Mm-hmm. I think it's in. Let's put it in. I like it. Love it. Uh, two thousand four, The Terminal. Um, no, um, <laughs> I've seen this. So tell me what it is. Tom Hanks plays an Eastern European tourist and his country, <laughs> which is not disclosed if I don't remember, but it's like a war torn country. Okay. And so he finds himself stranded in like JFK airport and can't return to his country. So he's living in the airport. Um, For that's, how the, long? that's the movie just indefinitely. Like oh. he's living in the airport because like he thinks any day now he'll get to go home. Um, 
it's not for me. Oh, weird. Um, Tucci in this movie, though. Stanley Tucci. Oh, cool. Plays like the head of the airport, I think. It's been a long time. Um, but yeah, Tom Hanks is doing a very weird accent, Eastern European accent. So it's not, uh, it's a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry for the terminal. Um, 2005, War of the Worlds, back with Cruise. And this will be the last Spielberg Cruise collab for who knows why. Um, more gritty alien invasions. These aren't your ETs. Mm-hmm. Um, these are killer aliens. I think it's fine movie. I think it's fun. I don't think it's a Hall of Fame. What do you think? I feel like this is kind of like, I haven't, okay, I haven't like seen this, but like as far as like, I know what like the kind of vibe of it is and like what it looks like. And this yeah. feels like kind of like the turning point for like his style kind of becoming more modernized and like, but like in a bad way. If sure. that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, a lot of sci-fi yeah. or a lot of CGI elements. Yeah. It's more, yeah. It's more like actiony than it is like heart and like, yeah. Like connection with like aliens. It's like, Oh, let's fight them. Kind yeah. Of. I think so. I think you're right there. I think that's less interesting. So skipping over that. 2005 still Munich which I think is a good movie um have you seen Munich if not I'll I have not too. okay this is great um uh, I mean these mid-2000s are, are strange like this stretch because like no one thinks of like these as quintessential Spielberg movies um but uh this is like after like the black sec- September capture at like the Olympics when like they killed the Israeli athletes mm-hmm. and then um five men are hired to like eliminate the people responsible for those murders. Oh, interesting. So it's like a cool, like espionage type movie, kind of spy thriller type mm-hmm. of deal. Eric Bana and Daniel Craig are part of that squad. And okay. It's a cool stealthy spy movie. I don't think it's a hall of fame, but I think it's a good movie. Um, Sorry about it, but Munich is great. Let's move on to one that should go in the hall of fame. And that's Indiana Jones and the kingdom <laughs> of the crystal skull in 2008. Um, this movie sucks a lot. in the hall of lame more like yeah. am i right <laughs> this My makes one... temple of doom look good yes it, it absolutely does um didn't need to bring this character back um the swinging monkeys is iconic shia labeouf um, shia labeouf aliens in a way that is really lame mm-hmm. Not cool um yeah it's a it's a just a, a big no for me um yeah. he, sh- he should have died in that refrigerator Oh, I forgot about the nuke fridge (laughs) situation. It was lead line, Jackson. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and he also gets blown like a hundred feet. Like it. Yeah. Yeah, he rolls out. He's fine. Wild. Anyway, uh, (laughs) big no for me. Yeah. Um, 2011, The Adventures of Tintin. Um, this is an animated movie. Mm -hmm. Um, really cool sequences. Really Really well animated. These really well great. animated um what do you think it's like it's cool just because like cool he didn't do animation before so it's like no. dipping into the world of animation it's definitely like for like your first go at it like it's pretty great job there's some cool fair. shots yeah there's some um, cool stuff yeah from like a technical perspective this is a really well animated movie um i just don't really care about the adventures of tintin yeah uh, the story is where it loses me like i remember yeah. one sequence where it's like a one a quote one shot and like yeah. it's an amazing sequence but i don't yeah i don't care about tintin is that what the flood like the like yeah. Wave stuff? yeah yeah like that is like a huge technical feat 
and, and just like animation feet that's amazing but overall it's just like it's I really cool really this movie. um shortlist it or just get rid of it uh, we can shortlist it for like some yeah we can shortlist okay. it just for some 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 shits and gigs okay yeah uh 2011 Warhorse. i saw this i did too it's i saw it a long time ago it's yeah it, it definitely feels it doesn't feel like a, a 2000 okay see let's see if this makes sense it doesn't feel like a 2011 movie it feels like a 2004 movie does that I, make sense to you i i totally get what you're saying like yes. it feels like a early a, 2000s DVD. Like uh, this is a movie about a horse because there's yeah. a lot of horse movies in that 2000s. there are. Doesn't feel like a movie that would get made today. No, for sure. Because like, um, yeah, we just kind of follow this horse through a war and then it gets reunited with its owner, original owner, right? Yeah, because the get the owner like enlists in the war as well. So we're like following these two stories. I think it's an all-time horse performance. Definitely. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that if there was a Mount Rushmore of horse actors, this oh, horse yeah. is going in. What was the okay. horse's name? Do you remember? I don't remember. War. War. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor war horse. Um, sorry, we're gonna send this to the glue factory, not the Hall of Oof. Fame. Sorry, pardon that. Um, okay, let's have an interesting conversation about Lincoln 2012. Let's, because I think this movie slaps. Oh, definitely. Um, I think good. it's an unbelievable, like standalone performance from Daniel Day Lewis. Mm-hmm. Obviously, won the Oscar for it. Here's the case I'm going to make for it. Let's hear it. Is that this is the only movie in which somebody, up to this point, somebody wins an Oscar for acting in a Spielberg movie? That's pretty wild. Is that it wild? Makes sense though, because it's Daniel Day Lewis. Obviously, yes. like he, yeah. he goes super hard. Um, yeah, I feel like that's pretty surprising. I feel like there are some amazing performances in past stuff. Yeah, I think Tom Hanks was nominated for Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan for sure. Like um, Schindler's List, I think. Yep, lots of noms there. There should no have been won. some winners there. But yeah, um, yeah, pretty wild. Christopher Walken somehow nominated for Catch Me If You Can. Don't know really why. but For supporting actor? Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Um, but, but yeah, I would like to shortlist Lincoln. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I, I think it's wonderful. I think wonderful. It's good okay. Lincoln. Um, 2015 Bridge of Spies. Um, and now here we are. I, I will always remember this movie as the movie that stole the Oscar from Sylvester Stallone. Oh, really? Because Mark Rylance wins for this mm-hmm. movie over Was Sylvester Stallone and Creed. And Creed, yeah. 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 So this is like the gap of which I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Spielberg movies like from here through the post. And that's um, telling, right? I mean, that, yeah, is, that's telling of just like where he is sitting. Right. I, yeah. It was it's kind of like what, like, yeah. Three years of just like nothing really just kind of yeah. mediocre stuff, even for him. Yeah. I think, so. um, I think this movie's fine. I think it's good. Um, Tom Hanks plays a lawyer who's like defending Mark Rylance. Who's like a Soviet spy during cold mm-hmm. war. Yeah, it's good, but not Hall of Fame worthy. But, but yeah, I think it's I think it's good. And Odie has left the box. Just so everyone knows. Abby, Abby just walked home. She's going to go greet her. Oh wow! Hopefully the podcast will be more relaxed. We'll see. <laughs> well, maybe maybe Odie left because of the movie we're about to talk about. True. Um, which is a movie I watched the first time this week. It's called The BFG, uh, from 2016. Yeah. Um. 
not sure why we needed this. Um, it's it's funny. I didn't even realize this was Spielberg until I checked th- this week for like some of his movies to look yeah. up. Um, I worked at the movie theaters when this came out. I mm. sold no tickets for this movie. I don't think. <laughs> I, um, this was a commercial flop, and literally, <laughs> there was a giant poster next to like the ticket stuff before the movie came out promoting it and people are just like ha 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 like what does bfg stand for like big fucking giant and i was just like (laughs) no real doll fans coming i don't want to be here (laughs) like this is the worst Um, yeah i don't know why we needed to adapt like a a hundred page book into a two-hour movie yeah um it's enough there's i guess animation is weird too yeah because it's like real it's like mocap mixed with like yeah i don't know how to describe it it gives like the polar express kind of vibes yeah weirder yeah it's like it's all live action but then like mark rylance is like a big giant yeah Um, yeah it's it's not for me i don't know maybe kids enjoyed it i don't know i don't think they did okay well (laughs) i don't know i could be wrong i don't i'm sure some kids enjoyed it but I don't think okay. any kid is hyped to go see the BFG, you know? Yeah, we can throw this in the Hall of Lame with Kingdom yeah, of the Crystal Skull. Um, Absolutely. Bummer. Um, 2017, The Post. Um, again, fine. Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Fine. Nominated for some Oscars. Um, no, it's a no for me also. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's a fine movie. Um, and then finally, 2018, Ready Player One. Is where we are. Um, this this was like kind of a big deal that Spielberg was adapting it. I remember because yeah. this is a, a beloved book for like a lot of like eighties nerds to to my understanding. Yeah, pop culture out the wazoo. Yeah, right? like it was like a book that referenced a lot of pop culture, and then this movie kind of like one. I think the CG effects are really weird, even for like the context of it being in a virtual world, mm-hmm. and like the IP stuff is just so distracting. And not super interesting for me. I will say the shining scenes in it though are really cool. Yeah, I guess i i like I liked it just for the pop culture of it all. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um, and it's really weird because like it feels like the culmination of all of Spielberg's work because I feel yeah. like he's had such an influence on the pop culture. So it also felt totally. strange that he was doing it. Um, I just thought it was fun. I don't know if it's Hall of Fame worthy. I don't think so. But I, I think, think it's really there. I think it's fun, but. I would put it. I would put it over some of these more recent ones, to be honest. But like, I'd put it over. Yeah, I'd put it over the the post and the BFG for sure. Yeah, I feel like this is. His, it's not like a great movie, but this is like his best movie since uh, Lincoln. I, Lincoln, I guess. Yeah, I don't. This sounds weird. Yeah, because it's like so. It is so like more like his older movies as far as like tone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just very strange. It doesn't it doesn't feel like a Spielberg movie. Yeah. In any sense of it. Yeah, but I agree. Um, so sorry to Ready Player One. And then we're here in 2021, West Side Story. Um, we'll have to let you took know. Took a big break. Yeah, he did. I think he was just Jay Chilling, I guess. I don't know. Was he or, filming West Side Story? Probably well, probably. I think it was supposed to be released last year. Um Okay. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So can I ask you about West Side Story really quick? please um so we've talked about uh the actor i literally Ansel elgort Ansel elgort he what, what's what's going on with him right now so 
all the claims were that he was like DMing a minor. Okay. Was what was going on. Now it appears that it's just he said, she said now. Okay. Um, so nothing's really happened there. Okay. So as far as the media and the world is concerned, he's clean. He's in the he's in the clear. Interesting. Um, so yeah, we'll have to see if anything arises from that, if anything. But I think he's okay. And from what I've been hearing too about West Side Story, uh-huh. no one's really talking about him. Okay. In this movie, it seems like everyone is talking about Rachel Zegler mm-hmm. or Ariana DeBose or like all these other people around them and like the cinematography and the filming of it all. So yeah. it seems like he is very much just a small piece of a great thing. Gotcha. Um, so I don't think we're going to have to be talking about like an Ansel Elgort Oscar campaign or anything, okay, cool. which is relieving. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, Jackson, that is all 31 movies. Wow. I'll tell you where we sit. Where do we sit? For the Hall of Fame, we have we have 13. Oh, no. Okay, so we got to cut three. Here's okay. what I think are locks. I think we have nine locks, to be fair. Okay. Okay. Here are our locks, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Okay. Jaws. Definitely. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Definitely. E.T. Definitely. Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Schindler's List. Yes. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Catch Me If You Can. Definitely. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. And what maybe. are the other ones? I think that one might be a maybe. Then. Okay. So our maybes then are Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. Minority Report. Mm-hmm. The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. The Adventures of Tintin and Lincoln. I think you put Lincoln over The Last Crusade. Okay. That's my take. Okay. So, because that's his like best modern movie that he's made. I agree. Kind of, I think I'm with you. Kind of the only good representation of any recent projects he's done. I agree. Okay. So, we have one spot left for four movies. Okay. Last Crusade, Color Purple. Minority Report, Adventures of Tintin. What are we feeling? Is there one you want to get rid of just off the bat? Uh, I haven't seen Minority Report or The Color Purple, so that's like totally up to you. I think we can take The Color Purple off. Okay. I think that's fair. Minority Report mm, is good. Okay. I think it's a fun sci-fi but I think we have a lot of, sci- it's definitely modern day sci-fi, but yeah. eh, I think I like, I, I, I think I like, of those three, I think I like last crusade more. We can throw it back in there. Let's do it. Do you, do, it. do you want to make an argument for Tintin? It's between Tintin and last crusade. Then. It's definitely stylistically way different, mm-hmm. especially for him. Like, it, it, like if you're going to talk about his best movies and you want like kind of a more diverse option than like, I could see that being more representative than a third, like one of like, I don't know. Like it feels weird to have two of the series that he did on there. That's fair. That's fair. So you think, but like the last crusade is like so much better than 10, 10 at the same time. Like it's like, so like, I'm totally okay with you putting, putting that over 10, 10. Okay. How about we do last crusade 
but then like 1010 has like a water fountain in the hall of fame or something. Yeah, sure. There's, yeah, there's a little placard on yeah. the bench. Yeah. That's okay. Good. <laughs> okay. Then. So with that being said, Jackson, here is our Steven Spielberg hall of fame. All right. 1975 jaws, 1977 close encounters of the third kind. Mm-hmm. 1981 Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. 1983 ET. 1993, Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. 1998, Saving Private Ryan. 2002, Catch Me If You Can. 2012, Lincoln. And then in the Taking the Last Spot, 1989, Jumping Back, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I love it. With an honorable plaque for the Adventures of Tintin. <laughs> the Adventures of Tintin. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. Now, just putting you on the spot. Okay. What are your, of those, I mean, what are your top, do you have a top five Spielberg? Like, Ooh, off the top of my head, E.T. for sure. Uh-huh. Big, big fan growing up with that. Jurassic Park for sure. Those yeah. both have like a lot of like nostalgia for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say, uh, these are just personal favorites, right? Yeah. Close Encounters um, up there for you? I, uh, I, I'm going to put my th- third pick, I think, is going to be um, Catch Me If You Can nice i like love that. catch me if you can it's great it's a great movie it's so good um then i'm probably going to go oh this is so tough i'll, I'll probably go raiders nice yeah and then i'll if we're just talking like amazing like schindler's list gotta go on there, yeah I think. schindler's list so i great. think that's my five yeah i think that's mine as well except i'm just slightly nudging out schindler's list for saving private Ryan. Totally fair. I feel like those are both like very much in the yeah. same ballpark as yeah. far as uh, his types of movies. So I think mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. For me, it's Jaws, Jurassic Park, Raiders, Private Ryan, E.T. That's my top. Gotcha. Nice. But I mean, I like like there are, I will say, 24 Spielberg movies that I like out of like 31, which are yeah. just meh for me. And what's but, wild, the ones I've seen it's hard for me not to give just five stars to them. Like, I feel like they're like almost always perfect movies. Yeah. I got to tell you, I gave five stars to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Spielberg. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he knocks it out of the park. He knows how to do it, especially early on. So with that, Jackson, that's our hall of fame. I we love did it. it. Um, did. Let's move on. Or do you have any final say words on Steven Spielberg? Very good. Good job, Steven. Nice. Congratulations on your Hall of Fame. Um, Wonderful. Let's move on to the list is life then. The list is an absolute good. The list is life. Um, Do you want to know some Spielberg, Jackson? What do you want? Yeah, I I think is Jaws like in your top 10 of all time? Yes, it is. Where is it? Jaws is number three. Three. Okay, wow. Big bad three. I knew it was up there. I didn't realize it was... Nah, yeah. yeah, my favorite Spielberg movie. I think it's a perfect movie. Um, it is know, pretty great. Want to know my least favorite? Mm, I want to know where where ET is. ET baby. E dot T. ET sixty five. That's great too, man. Top hundred. So Love good. It. Right above Ghostbusters. It is better than Ghostbusters. There you go. Definitely. Now, maybe you won't agree with this. Right below. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I love Christmas Vacation. Okay. Christmas. Okay. 
We've been doing some Christmas movie rewatches. Haven't we saved that one? Because that's like the best one, I think. Yeah. I've been making a list of like my favorite. Checking it twice. (laughs) A couple times. Yeah. Uh, No, we watched uh, Four Christmases, that movie. Again. So good. Iconic. Banger. Shout out to Divorce Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, it it is. I just want to tell you where the BFG is because my least favorite. Oh, yeah. Where is that? Where is that? Um, 1,646. That's like not too bad for like, yeah, I gave it worst of all time. I gave like, it two stars. Yeah, that's not um, like awful. No, no, it's not bad. As at all. far as like worst movies goes, that is like not offensive of a movie. It's you like it less than uh, Crystal Skull. That's interesting. Yes, definitely. Wow. Definitely. Um, I like it. Again, Crystal Skull, maybe a guilty pleasure. I haven't watched it in a long time. It was a guilty pleasure when I didn't know any better. <laughs> but maybe my uh, opinion fair. has changed. Yeah. Um, wonderful. That was The List is Life. I love and it. let's move on to what, Jackson? I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Recommendations. Woo-hoo. What say you, sir? Um, I am going to try to see Licorice Pizza this week oh is it out this week i think it is i could be wrong i thought because i was like jackson we should do a paul thomas anderson episode but that was like weeks ago when i thought it was coming out and i was could not have been more wrong it was in like select theaters but i know it comes out soon so yeah it's out this weekend go see it um let me double check i could be completely wrong now well while you do that it, it says like november 26th from that earlier release thing yeah so i don't know hey if it's out go see i'm pretty sure it's out so okay cool love that love it anything else from you um no pokemon (laughs) yeah pokemon pokemon check it out it's great awesome um for me uh watch some spielberg movies of course definitely it's a quintessential director of our times west side story Mm -hmm. comes out this weekend go check it out We'll probably give a quick review. We'll see. Hey, maybe we'll come back next week and be like, hey, would this be in the Hall of Fame? Maybe. We'll see. I think we'll have it, a conversation. It probably will. I think so. Maybe it beats out Last Crusade. Maybe. 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 Um, and then on Netflix today, Don't Look Up is out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm super mm-hmm. excited for that movie. Adam McKay, uh, yeah. starring like everybody. Um, political satire, it seems like. Gonna be fun. Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, good stuff. Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. They've had uh, some amazing pre- or talk show appearances. Good media tour they're going on right now. Um, there was a story Jonah Hill told about how like Meryl Streep, he was calling her the goat. Uh huh. And then Meryl Streep thought he was calling her a goat. Oh, she didn't know, didn't what, know what the goat meant. Oh no. <laughs> so that was a fun interaction. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. Play some Pokemon because man, I'm loving it. It's so fun. Anyway. Anyways. Um. We did it. That's we did it. it. Sorry about my cat, everybody. I but. think that was probably the highlight. Was the <laughs> Odie shenanigans? Now, not the people won't see what I saw. No, but man, was there it was thrilling. a lot. There was a lot going on. There um, was some Velociraptor esque moves yeah. happening from Odie, and it was amazing. Weird. Um, but uh, where can the people follow us, Jackson? They can follow us on Instagram at roughcut underscore pod. Please give us a follow. Mean a lot. Thanks. Please do. Uh, tell us what your Spielberg movie, favorite Spielberg movie is in the comments below. Did we yeah. miss out? Did we mess up? Tell us why Kingdom of the Crystal Skull should have been in there. Or, or don't. don't. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All oh, right. Man. I love it.
All right, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Be good. Be safe. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.